0: Welcome to Every Album Member with Mike and Knox. My name is Michael Munsoor. I'm joined as always by my lovely, wonderful co-host, Alexander Voltz. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Member, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time, and is a new discography, more or less, per episode. And today, we are talking about... The Stooges. The Stooges. Hell, yes. Before we jump into that, if you want to support us, which I'm sure you do, uh, subscribe on YouTube.com slash Every Album Ever. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the things. Sorry, friends. Or not. Ah, follow me on Instagram at Pope Ventura and Alex at MotherPuncture. Stay up to date with the artists that we're currently covering. Send DMs, emails, you know, suggestions for artists, comments on that band, whatever. Uh, Email any, you know, hate, love, whatever to everyalbumever at gmail.com. And of course, as with every single other episode, there will be a playlist on Spotify. You will find a link I'm getting out of I'm running out of breath. you, you, you will find that a real link. quick I know real quick. you will find a link <laughs> in the description of wherever you're listening or watching. there's uh like we just said, every play is associated with every single episode. you can find them all at every album uh, you can also just follow Alex directly on Spotify if you want to skip the episode entirely and just listen to music because music is better than talking <laughs> but okay, ran through the plugs. thank Christ we're done with that.
1: And yes, before we get to the end of the episode, you're getting last song because we have the, the unwritten rule of you get punk stuff, I get me- metal stuff. Tick, You're right. I just wanted to say fuck you before you throw me under the bus. Like I, w- you, like, I
0: actually wasn't going to. Like, believe- like you did with Fugazi. So here's the thing. As much as I, I, I love the Stooges and believe me, Stooges are, are, are attached to my soul. I was, would actually not have done that. Okay. Okay, I think I th- honestly, if you if you all heard the Fugazi episode, I immediately said "fuck you, Alex." I'm taking last song. Fugazi is a special case. It's like Fugazi and I don't know. He he and, didn't even
1: let me no, be a gentleman. No. and give it to him anyways. I took that so, from him. So I
0: took that from him. Uh, but also, it's funny that that Stooges would qualify as punk because they're they're pre-punk, but they damn near invented it. Damn, well, oh, in essence.
1: Yeah, like uh, if you read about them, they get the the proto punk label, yeah. which you know, living in a a post punk world, not the genre, but right, right. Um, it's interesting because yeah, they're just they're punk to me.
0: Yeah, and I uh, I always thought <coughs> um, when I was younger, I would always hear uh, like little discussions about well, who are the who are the the godfathers of punk, who who really invented punk? It's like how is that even a discussion? How is that even? Yeah. It's obviously Iggy Pop. It's obviously the Stooges. That's how in the world... Is it anyone else? Yeah, And uh, so anybody who's new or doesn't know the Stooges, uh, you've probably heard of Iggy Pop. He's the greatest man who's ever lived. He's my father. (laughs) Uh, And he's a a beautiful soul. He's also uh, infinity years old. And he's never going to die. Please don't die, Iggy. I don't want I really... Like, I love Iggy Pop. I don't want him to die. But... I'll, I will also say
1: about the Stooges, it was interesting when I was getting into uh, punk rock or you hear people complain about punk rock that it's like too noisy and too fast. And then um, I listened to the Ramones and the Sex Pistols and I'm like, this is pop, this pop. Is pop. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. No. And then like, I feel like the Stooges, I was like, they made being noisy and abrasive cool.
0: Very cool. They're technically a uh, a 60s garage rock band.
1: Yeah. Uh, but because their it, peers are like the MC5. Yeah,
0: yeah. And they started in, you know late 60s, but uh and, and this is so funny how quickly they 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 go from being a, a 60s garage rock band to being just the stooges and like I don't know what else this is. This is just the Stooges. <laughs> yeah. like, just the way it's produced, the way it's presented. Iggy Pop being the most rabid vocalist of that entire era. Mm-hmm. Like, he's one of a kind. Like, that, there was no one else like him.
1: Also, I don't know if there's another band. Well, there probably is. But this is, like, one of the few bands where people are, like, obsessed with mixes. Like, almost every album... Mm-hmm. you can find like minimum of two different mixes of the albums right. and people will debate over you know which one is better
0: and yeah, yeah. uh i only have words about the what is that i feel like is the most famous of those uh, which is the third album yeah yeah uh, that's like i have strong feelings i think everyone probably agrees mm-hmm. on the, what a better mix of that one is yeah because we'll, we'll talk about it more but jesus christ there it's and it makes me think about because you hear about the Stooges and their early albums being on all, like, you know, your favorite bands for your band kind of shit that, you know, like Kurt Cobain citing Raw Power as, like, over and over again. But, like, back then, they had only the shitty mixes. Yeah. So, it's like, man. Yeah, they, if
1: you were a fan, like, you really... You really
0: liked them. You yeah. Really, yeah.
1: I remember um, I was familiar with I Wanna Be Your Dog. That's, like, their, their most famous song.
0: I don't fucking... I think Search and Destroy is probably their most famous song. Really? That one did movies. I, so so is
1: I want to be your dog. Anyways. Okay, okay. I was familiar with that and then uh I would watch the Dogtown and Z Boys mm. documentary a lot and they play Give Me Danger and they just Oh yeah. uh it was so fucking cool the way that song like sync up oh, with yeah. these like do and cuz the skateboarding when the Z Boys were doing it was again very like proto-punk. Yeah. Like skateboarding wasn't this full-on punk no, no. punk thing. It would no. But it was. And so, like, man, I was just like, yeah, I need I need to check out more of the stooges.
0: Yeah. And uh so they they didn't get their due when they were around. They were no. dropped pretty quickly. They it was like a it was like a real big star situation, pretty mm-hmm. much. And uh then they reunited many 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 years later, many many years older and uh th- th- those early albums each one sounds pretty much like a different band, which is very cool uh but I don't know why I l- Okay, like i i like I have my favorites and and every, everything from mm-hmm. the, the originals gallery but I couldn't tell you why I like each one individually because they all kind of go against things that I typically like. I just happen to like them all. Yeah. For different reasons. Yeah. So weird. Like Garage Rock, then this weird fucking jammy shit, then this rock and roll band. Like they're all, and it was all within like five years. It's like, it's it's real quick. It's
1: real quick. So, yeah.
0: All right. So. I feel like this is probably not going to be too long of an episode, very short discography. They only have uh, five albums total. Uh, first album, 1969. Last album, 2013. So you know what happened in between. A lot of space. A lot of space in between.
1: Are you kidding me? You're going to talk about these albums at great length. Probably. This is <laughs> probably. Not, yeah. We're talking about an hour 30 minimum here. Oh, if you hear that. You hear that. All right. I'm calling it. All like right. Babe
0: Ruth calling it fine then hour 10 hour <laughs> 10 all right <laughs> all right like, press his right rules yeah i was gonna say an hour 31 uh, but okay so backstory
1: uh from ann arbor michigan iggy pop grew up playing uh the drums that's fucking wild yeah also i think i would never guess also i wanted to re-watch the documentary because it i hadn't seen it in so long i don't fucking remember anything from it what's but it called uh, it's, i think it's called gimme danger
0: oh that's uh, by I never a,
1: saw it. Uh, mr jim jarmusch um so yeah i just didn't remember it but it wasn't streaming anywhere so whatever mm-hmm. I have to go with my own opinions
0: so uh, iggy uh for those who don't know james uh osterberg yeah i was which gonna is, try to say his his he, his government name yeah i think it's osterberg or jim osterberg like of all the things you would never think he's named, it's like this most Jewish sounding regular guy with yeah. glasses.
1: Um, but yeah, they were originally called the psychedelic stooges and they had more like a avant garde, like velvet underground sound to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, somehow they they went from that stumbling into, you know, what we all know and love today. hmm. And uh yeah, they were the I forget which label they sent someone out to see the MC five. They gave MC five a lot of money and they gave the Stooges very Very little. Little. Yeah, because I bet. Yeah, they it was just like, hmm, this seems risky, but we're interested. Here's five hundred dollars. was it no, literally no, Oh no, man. no. I was like,
0: holy shit, that's it really might have been <laughs> it <laughs> might have been
1: five thousand, which that's still Yeah.
0: I mean I these days you can record now for 20 bucks but yes. like back then uh not literally 20 bucks maybe 200 bucks but still extremely cheap these days back then that's fucking insulting mm-hmm. uh but they seem to manage okay uh at least in terms of what came out of it well yeah in uh
1: it's the famous like uh artist van gogh thing like they don't love you when you're around oh uh, yeah yeah it's not until later on right and i'm sure uh you know, Iggy Pop being friends with David Bowie and having a somewhat more successful solo career. I would, I
0: would say significantly more yes. successful. Yeah.
1: Yes, that pr- really helped the the legacy of the Stooges yeah. for sure.
0: Definitely. And uh, it's like his solo stuff. I've only heard uh, a few albums here and there and it's fine. It's good stuff. But, but boy, is it not the Stooges? Like there is complete. Stooges were a very distinct thing. I don't know why I've
1: never listened to any of his solo albums. I've heard good things yeah. about the one with Lust for Life on it and uh and then Kill City. Which- Kill
0: City. I'm gonna talk a lot about Kill City when we get to Power oh, yeah. Power. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh yeah. Stuff that I wasn't expecting him to sound like like, oh shit, this really works. Fucking saxophones. Interesting. Like, yeah. A lot of that with Iggy Pop. You never you never know. But uh so Iggy Pop, I have always called him the king of rock and roll just because he doesn't die and he's just He's always at fucking 12. He's always at 12. He's never he's 73 now or something like that. And he is still shirtless and he's still going strong. Also, cool story.
1: Uh, My friend was very nice and gave uh, me gave me tickets to uh, Ash versus Evil Dead premiere. And I took Mike and Iggy Pop played the premiere. And this was like three, four, five years ago. and He was fucking old then. And it didn't sound great, but it was amazing. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it, was it was so fun. Yeah. I
0: fucking. I was so glad that I got to see him. I'm yeah, like,
1: yeah. It was really fun, even in his old age. Like it's almost like, yeah, I don't care how he sounds. It's just fucking cool to yeah, see him. He's great dancing and yeah. being weird, doing his
0: fucking weird hip thing. Where he yeah, does that. like that's one thing. Uh, Henry Rollins has said repeatedly. Uh, he even said it on the the Gun Club documentary I was watching for the last episode that. Iggy Pop can't be a waiter. Like no. He, he can do the one thing really really well. You just yeah. he can't do anything else. That's yeah. all he can do. And That's his all- thing is being a fucking showman. That's all he knows. It's great. It's great too. And uh also like if you're uh because I've heard people who aren't really music heads and people who just fr- frankly don't know shit like kind of take crap on Iggy Pop because let's just say he's not the most fucking Technically operatic singer doesn't no, matter. Doesn't thing is he's also not a bad singer. He's he's got he's an
1: got range like incredible incredible range. Or I should say like he's got versatility.
0: Yeah, range not as in number of notes, but yes. range is in where, where things he, he go, does Yeah, yeah, he do, he does a little Hoo! croon thing and then the, ah, he just he does it all. Yes, he does it all. And dude, get fucking the singer from I don't know minus the bear or some other bullshit uh. band to do something like that. I fucking dare you, like uh no offense to them but like it, that that kind of stuff means more to me that stuff is mm-hmm. way more interesting where you just don't know what they're going to do next that's that's what makes a a wonderful vocalist in my opinion but uh i guess we'll start yes there we go this is uh self-titled 1969 the stooges sorry my my uh mouse stuck. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the the production with like the hand claps and yeah. everything is this so so crisp. Oh yeah, yeah, it's
0: super sixties, but it doesn't sound uh, there, like it was recorded in a fucking closet. The way a
1: lot of sixties albums do. There's dirt on it too. It's not. It's not like the most dangerous Stooges song, but
0: just no, not yeah. at all. Also, lyrically. I want, I want everyone to hear this next verse. <laughs> it blows my mind and it never will stop. I was okay. I didn't have a lot
1: of fun, but now I'm going to be 22. I say, oh my, and a, a boo hoo.
0: Poetry, <laughs> poetry. Last year I was twenty one. Now I'm gonna be twenty two. Uh, oh my, and a boohoo. He rhymed Hoo twice. It's the. This is the the worst album lyrically I think I've ever heard in my life. I do. Oh, I disagree. Are you kidding me? Hold on. First of all, <laughs> that those are fucking
1: hilarious hilarious lyrics it's funny but it it works for what the song is um that's not the only song though no real cool times you want to have a real cool time (laughs) but compared to what we get later okay fair
0: the thing is later on they're i don't think they're as bad it's just that he's older so it's like stupider here, he's clearly a kid writing what a kid would write because he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, however, it is a great fucking album. But Of it's course. It's,
1: it, yeah. <laughs> um, these first three albums are all, all classic. Yeah. I don't think there's a bad song on here except for We Will Fall.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: No.
0: Are you kidding me? I've never what
1: liked it. I've oh never God. liked it. I've oh, always skipped it. Like, I heard you humming it earlier. Oh, shit. I'm getting a, an identity quick because I thought I knew you, Alex. I no. thought I knew you. I no. don't fucking know who you are anymore. I've never... If we... If that song was four minutes, three minutes... That's ten. It's It's, it's ten. ten. It's ten minutes and it just... It's not
0: cool. I think it's very cool. I don't think it's cool enough to go on ten minutes. Okay, so... I have problems with that song, but my main problem with the song is that it's track fucking three. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> you don't put a 10 minute psychedelic track uh, as a third track on an album where every other song is like 1969, which mm-hmm. is fun, fun, love and garage rock.
1: Well, I think the counterpart or not counter, but like Anne is perfect.
0: Anne is good. Yeah, is a great is a great bad. But the reason why I like we will fall so much. First of all, I would have. Killed for it to be the closing trot because I think Little Doll is whack and it's a horrible closer. Mm-hmm. But we Will fall is like, okay, we're gonna make a psychedelic song, except we don't know how to do that. Yeah. So it's just weirdly drugged up, almost eastern sounding, long drony. And I love the way Iggy sounds in there because it's the uh because the most of the album, he just sounds like a kid. He doesn't sound like mm-hmm. Iggy pop. Uh and then there he started doing yeah. and he starts like, oh wait, what is he doing? This is kind of like the where he's growing into what we know him as. I like that. It's cool in
1: concept, but uh, it's just like it doesn't do anything different. This goes on for 10.
0: I think it's hypnotic and very cool. Shouldn't be track three, though. That's, Not, it, it kills the pacing yeah. of the album pretty badly. And then you know who produced this, right? Uh, don't tell me. Don't fucking tell me. It's someone you hate. Someone I hate. Lou Reed? Close. John Cale? Yep. What? Yep. What? She did a great job.
1: (laughs) Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, if you get, like, the 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 deluxe edition that's streaming, they have the remastered ones, and then right after, they have the John Cale mix, so. Do you, put on a little,
0: put on, like, any song of your pick of the John Cale mix. I'm curious.
1: I guess, you know, we'll do it, because. Oh, wait. Sorry. 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 Um. Here we go. It's like muddier.
0: Oh yeah, that's very fuzzy.
1: Also, I think this should have been the intro the their first track, this cause.
0: Oh, I wanna be a dog? Yeah. Really? I like it as a second track. I've always really liked heavier faster crazier second tracks yeah because it kind of like it lulls you in with the first one that's kind of mellow and then it fucking kicks your ass and that's it, true yeah it's way fuzzy it's way dirty yeah it's actually oddly enough kind of more 60s sounding which i could do without honestly i like how not 60s this album sounds from a production standpoint yet how 60s it is from a written and performing
1: just dabbling our toes in that i think uh the remastered version may be the way to go because i don't think the i don't think the john kale version was made available until like around uh 2005 around there Mm. and and yeah that continues like the trend of like the stooges is have these these like dope people mixing and producing their albums um I want. I want to be your dog. I like what. What can you say about that that hasn't already been said? And it's just the the Christmas bells are such an interesting choice. Interesting
0: choice and wonderful choice because yes. the first time I heard that song and I heard it repeatedly because of Sonic Youth. Okay. I was I was showing Sonic Youth before the Stooges when I was a kid, and they always cover that. It's like literally on the first album, mm-hmm. like a live cover of it, and I liked it. Like I knew it was a cover, and and I knew that I liked the song fine, and then. I didn't really hear like this whole album until i was an adult already and i because i was i was showing the Stooges at a young age but only like one album yeah so i went back to this one way later and i was very surprised that i like i have no idea why i like this album so much mm-hmm. on paper it's everything i hate it's the most <laughs> generically like basic as shit garage rock like it's good it's hooky it's, like i know but like everything about it is like yeah, these are the, these songs. I don't think could be written today because they're so fucking simple. They're so basic and simple, but the way they're presented is like, like you said, the Christmas bells, uh, and I want to be your dog, and also the fact that I think that guitar riff is guitar riff, real fun. The guitar riff is fine and, and it has the Christmas bells. The bass line isn't following it, and mm-hmm. for some reason, that's enough. Yeah. Like the the bass line just hanging on that root note gives it another the, another. Uh, I don't want to say dimension, but kind of dimension. Uh, so it just doesn't feel like it's these idiots just playing the same three notes back to back over and over again. It feels like a it just it's just more interesting.
1: Also, we didn't bring up Ron and Scott. Ron and Scott Ashton. Yes. Guitarist
0: and uh general res- respectively, I believe.
1: Yes. Uh brothers. So uh
0: they how did they come about?
1: Um I didn't really get their backstory, I just, I wanted to uh bring them up because it's like those two and Iggy are like yeah that's the, the stitches yeah um so i just wanted to bring that up because they're you know just as important as ziggy is very important
0: so. we're looking at the 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 cover art right now i they all look like the same guy i mean like which one who are the asked where the actions
1: i'm gonna assume they're the two guys facing to the right because the other dude looks more like iggy pop
0: i thought the guy in the front was Iggy. I'm pretty sure
1: no, that's what I mean. It's oh, yeah. Iggy. And then I should look up this uh this bass player's name. Because even there,
0: Iggy doesn't look like Iggy. He looks like a guy. He just well, looks like a regular dude. Well, yeah, he's uh he's a young man there. Young boy. Uh yeah, this 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 album always felt like an anomaly to me because I I never heard it growing up. I always saw the cover and I could never tell, like, this doesn't look like the Stooges. How is this how is this the Stooges? Iggy yeah. Pop doesn't look Iggy pop. Is that weird skinny buff guy with the weird hair? Like, I don't see him anywhere here. No, like you yeah. said,
1: more of a, if it wasn't like a black background, it's a pretty like traditional, like 60s, yeah, 70s totally. album totally. cover. Even the logo, the logo of the, the band name is super 60. Like, I, I think that understand. goes into the, like them being the the psychedelic stooges before. <laughs> right. Um, Dave Alexander is the the Dave bass Alexander. player on here. Yeah, I'm going to assume the guys on the left are iggy and
0: dave and okay and the other two right right or ron and scott uh so i actually don't i, I mean little doll like i said is my, my least favorite with song in here but i also don't care for real cool time i don't hate it It's a fine song i think real cool time is fucking insane i think it's hilarious No, i like iggy on there yeah. for sure uh but All- goddamn even the phrase Real, real cool, cool time. time it sounds riddled with acne. Like yeah. it's just you want to have a real cool time, daddy o Yeah, <laughs> like it's just fucking it's hilarious.
1: It's just non-stop shredding from Ron though. That's and then right. everyone else is just playing playing it straight. It's it's crazy.
0: I can't help but always uh fall back on how Iggy does on every album and every song pretty much because here it's like he's so He's barely even singing. He's so fucking basic. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we heard from the opening track. He's, he's very, very simple stuff. And then every once in a while, he just start fucking rah, just completely out of nowhere, which it's super cool. It sounds great. But you have no idea. Like, when did he decide to, like, just, you know what? This is my thing now. I'm going to keep doing that and stop singing. I don't know, but bless him. I know, because even on 1969. At the very end, he starts screaming it. I was like, oh, this sound was fucking great. Why didn't he do this the whole song? Yeah. Uh, the same with uh, Never I'm, I'm Losing It. I'm Losing it. Well, Real Cool Time, he does that shit too. Yeah. But uh, everything else is just it's just some kid on the mic. It's, I, can, I don't know how much more I can uh, reiterate that. Yeah. But.
1: And then uh, I guess the last one we'll talk about is No Fun. I kind of like how I like monotone his vocals are yeah but it's not a boring song no great song and yeah it's like um it's like a phrase you hear in real life i have other songs like this but yeah whenever i hear people say it in real life the song this immediately yeah yeah goes goes to my head
0: (laughs) that one and not right totally covered a million fucking times great songs uh it's it's actually funny to me how many of these songs I heard as covers before mm-hmm. the, hearing this actual, let's just, I don't, I, again, I, I said this before we started uh, recording that Henry Rollins said he used, he used this album as, as like a neutral sound test for any new speakers that he gets. Cause he's like, cause, cause if it's if, if, if like wrong with the album, if, mm-hmm. if it sounds bad, it's the speakers. Yeah. Like, All right. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: That's uh interesting because i was under the assumption that when you get new speakers you like work up and this isn't like super abrasive but there's still some like feedback and stuff so like you start off with like uh some like nina simone or something and then you work your way into (laughs) the stooges well to
0: be fair some of the more rocking tracks you know No fun, not right. And 1969. There was like no studio effects. They are clean, raw. These dudes are in a room with you. Very crisp. Sounds great.
1: Maybe you just turn it down for the intro on I Wanna Be Your Dog and then the guitar solo. Yeah. That's like the noisiest track on here, probably. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And then stuff like Anne and We Will Fall gets really, really echoey. Mm -hmm. But other than that. I can't believe how much I like how good this sounds compared to every other album from 69. It's just it's just weird to me how clean it is. This may be the
1: craziest fucking like one of the best albums we've given no accolades.
0: Yeah, to. it's it's up there for sure. It's it's just a bit. it's just what the studios are. They're like they're one of the greatest bands that yeah. ever existed. And that is only some bias. I'm only biased because like. I went back to these guys as an adult and then rediscovered how amazing they were. So there's not that much bias, I swear to God. I can't believe I'm more punk
1: rock than Mike and thought they were cool. From
0: I, I only, from heard, the g- only heard one <laughs> album when I, was, when, I was, when I was a young boy. I only had the one album. But let us move on to a, another beloved album, because they're all beloved. This is 1970's Funhouse. This is one of the
1: greatest like... When I go to a bar, I want to hear shit like this. This is what I
0: want to hear. I want to hear those fucking batchy shrieks, dude. Iggy's being crazy. Iggy's being crazy. Iggy now sounds like Iggy. Like, yep. 100%. God damn, this is badass.
1: It's, oh man. I love good sleazy oh, rock and roll. This and this is.
0: Sleazy, grimy, oily, fucking beautiful. Yeah. I love that production, man. It's so. It has just a, the right amount of space. Iggy's produced exactly the way he should be. Mm-hmm. He sounds like he's fucking screaming at you from the back of the room. Yeah. I can listen to this 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 shit all day i got we have to lower because this is uh i get into it
1: it's it's so interesting it was like originally recorded like a a a like fancier production uh-huh. they had them in like different rooms and they were like really trying to like play up the production Band uh-huh. was like this just sounds like shit we gotta we gotta do it like we do it live yeah and yeah, I don't even think Iggy... I think he just used, like, a traditional, like, live microphone Wow, to,
0: Like, the kind of mics we're using, essentially.
1: Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, so, uh, good on them to, uh, to, like, be like, no, we gotta...
0: Make it... If this is... it. it that always translates. Like, mm-hmm. if you try to record something not the way you wrote it, practiced it, fucking lived it, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound right. It, yeah. Even if it sounds good, it doesn't sound right.
1: yeah. I think that's a um, important thing to like recognize if you're you're a band. You can 100%. be like, it sounds great, but is that really
0: us? Hundred percent best personal favorite. This is nice. It's just like I think this is damn near flawless. Uh I, I I really haven't don't have enough words for this album. I think it I don't want to say like flutters
1: or gets a little weaker towards the end, but the end is definitely like it's weaker, for sure. It's weaker, so yeah. yeah
0: it's weaker. Uh, the reason why I still like it, uh, at least from a conceptual standpoint, is because it starts out with that fucking tight, hard rock, bad shit crazy, and as with every song, it just falls apart more and more until you get to LA Blues, which is a fucking catastrophe. It's just it, like, put on LA Blues, because <laughs> you all heard how the album started. This is how the album ends. i Before I play
1: it, I like I like noise, but I think I like structured noise. noise. This is, there's nothing structured about this.
0: (laughs) Goddamn, I love Biggie.
1: It's like cat noises, man. It's like when you go to a concert
0: and they're doing the end of the song. Yeah. <laughs> but forever. But for five minutes. Five minutes. So this is the song, everybody. That's the song. And I get it. It's not pleasing to the ear. I get it. However, it's it's barely a song. But again, it every so- even uh, the title track, which I fucking think is great. Really fun. It still falls apart like that. It has all these crazy saxophones mm-hmm. in there. It's fucking really wild. It's super wild but it falls apart and it just keeps it has this weirdly kind of like consistent trajectory even though the album feels really chaotic Mm -hmm.
1: i agree there's this you know overarching thing because 1970 is almost like the bastard brother of we will fall Are, are you serious like in the fact that I it like goes on for oh, a while, yeah, yeah. and I think it's I think it's a better song. It's a
0: classic, man. I fucking love I don't that think, song.
1: I don't think it more, or I should say, it's more like its cousin, where uh-huh. I think there's similar aspects of it. It does
0: go on quite a bit,
1: and yeah, and then yeah, the longer 1970 goes on, the more unhinged it gets, yeah, yeah. and then this feels like Funhouse and L.A. Blues are an extension of right. The, but I almost wonder, because the front half of the album is a rockin' good time. The front
0: half is one of the best first half, first halves of any album.
1: In and the world. then they say, let's bring in the saxophonist. And the saxophonist is amazing. Oh, he's great. I, I love it. Yeah. Who's playing it? Um, let me look that up. But I almost wonder if it would work better if it was like the sax, uh Steve McKay. Steve McKay. Um I almost wonder if. If it was like, oh, we'll do like a hard rock song and then a saxophone song, and then if they like stagger them like that, but mm-hmm. that's more like a curiosity thing yeah. than a, a complaint, it's- right? Right.
0: I remember reading a thing a long time ago. I don't know if it was the producer or someone at the label because they're they're on a lecture at this point. Um, that they originally planned on starting the album with. Let me check real quick. I'll look at the tracklist. I forgot. Uh, I think they wanted to start the album with. Uh, with loose, but then but then like the whoever it was said, you know what started with down on the street, and then listening to it with that context, it's like oh, down on the street is the is perfect the opener. Yeah. It's perfect as an opener, uh, and dude, that first fucking half, man, like loose is like the is a, once again a perfect follow up song. It's it's way more high energy. It's way crazier. And then TVI,
1: well, let me say about loose. Okay. when he says stick it deep inside which is double entendre uh-huh. for uh, heroin and having sex uh, kind of reminds me of Lou Reed and I don't know if that's because uh, when you're on heroin you just sound like that right Lou Reed is the personification of of heroin. heroin 100% TVI's. I'm gonna play it um, oh, okay. again one of their more popular songs but I want people to pay attention to that opening scream oh, yeah. very important scream
0: no! So much. yeah um god damn this song is so fucking good
1: i feel like uh our regular uh talking point ian, ian mckay made a whole current mckay but cri- <laughs> uh, uh oh yeah i'm good on the song Oh, okay. if you are yeah. um I feel like he made a whole career out of that scream.
0: Dude, yeah. you being white, that's the first Ah, uh, Yeah. yeah exactly. Omo-
1: almost exactly. And then it's funny um, because there's certain guitar riffs on Dirt where I'm like, that's mm-hmm. like a bluesy Fugazi.
0: Oh, yeah. Dude, Dirt. I remember, I didn't used to like it when I was younger, but dude, it's it's long and sick, but super groovy. Mm-hmm. And it just, Kind of lulls you in and like, well, just put on a little bit uh, okay. that, of that bass line. This is going to play the whole album. <laughs> they, that's the thing. Like, you put on like the beginning of every song, but it's so, they go on and they keep elaborating that, not really spoiling anything. That's what I like about it.
1: Dirt, also like one of the qu- quickest seven minutes. Oh, yeah. Because they were fans of the doors. So this is also like that, yeah. that guitar. Yeah,
0: you're right. Completely. Very fugazi. A total, a total. I don't know if it's Ian who did that more or Gee, but like yeah, just rhythmically kind of scraping it and stuff.
1: But this, the Stooges like the Doors, and this is kind of like a Doors yeah song twisted into yeah. a a Stooges song. Especially with
0: Iggy, Iggy's amazing on there. Like, God, I, I just love him because he like that's his way on that song of being subdued he's doing a lot of <laughs> and then eventually he does his you know his fucking banshee cries but man we basically just ran through every every song but I don't know like this feels I, it's it, so it, fucking consistent man. You got
1: to on these first three albums I'm kind of glad they like re, reunited
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if I had to pick a worse album oh, out of these three
0: it would be hard but I think this might be my favorite Iggy performance just ever, because he's so wild, but he's also still I don't know, like, he does more stuff later, he gets Mm -hmm. more things in his repertoire later, but here, it's just such a contained package where every song is very samey to the point, like, the first half is rockin' good time, fucking garage rock, but, like, on a lot of acid. Yeah. Uh, but I can't think of many albums, even within a uh, plus or minus five year period that even come close to this level of insanity. Uh the next <laughs> other bands. Peers, peers, okay, peers. Okay. But like because okay. this is so fucking pissed off. It's like one of yeah. the most angry produced albums. Cause it doesn't, it's not messy. Mm-hmm. It's just it seems messy. Cause nobody's yeah. nobody's losing time with each other. No, nobody's it's, falling it's apart. Executed. Yeah, it's very tight, but it just sounds like a fucking clusterfuck Mm. and then uh so
1: with the exception of ron the whole band became addicted to heroin oh lovely oh and then because of the heroin and you know not really like making it Mm -hmm. because again all these albums critical and um Critical and commercial. commercial failures. Of
0: course, of course, because the world knows best,
1: right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Christ, so, man. yeah, they broke up. What they dropped from Electro after this album? I don't know. I don't know the exact yeah. intricacies of it, but they broke up. And then. Um, so after breaking up, Iggy became friends with Bowie and Bowie got him a new new record <laughs> contract. And they wanted to do, it's so weird. They wanted to, like, still call it the Stooges, but with different musicians. And I think Iggy was just like, it's not right. So they bought back.
0: Um, I'm singing not right.
1: Yeah, right. they bought back the Ashton Brothers. Ron switched over to bass. But um uh-huh. But because they're on a different label, they're now Iggy and the Stooges. That's why they're Iggy and the Stooges. And it's very annoying on on Apple Music. Spotify got their shit together. Really? And this compiled it?
0: Compiled it as it should be. Dude, Apple fucking sucks. Dude, we've said it a few times. This is, it keeps happening. It keeps coming. I'm about to fucking switch. Just over,
1: because I think they just throw shit on there and it's very, like a computer can't tell the difference. Just overwrite it and say it's fucking going in here yeah. like
0: uh, this is the second time that we've lost our shit over Apple m- miscategorizing things but on Apple so out of the five albums three of them are under the Stooges and the other two are under Iggy and the Stooges it's, because why not yeah but the next one is under Iggy and the Stooges this is 1973's Raw Power Oh, crank that motherfucker Sorry.
1: Now, this is a dirty-sounding mix I can get behind. Oh yeah.
0: Wait, you put on the boy mix, didn't you?
1: I did. Oh, oh. sorry. That's that's the first
0: one. Oh, that's the oh. From oh wait. That is not the mix you you got to go with.
1: All right. when i will do
0: however the song is still so fucking incredible Baby, me me. Oh. also iggy sounds a lot different
1: yes he does also the way iggy mixed the album sounded very like inner i think bowie said he bought like walked in with like 24 track recorder uh-huh i he this put the vocals on one track and then i think everything else on the second track
0: <laughs> bowie had no fucking idea how to mix man it's insane it is a rough mix so Let's talk a little bit because I got a lot to say about this. Mostly the mixes, honestly.
1: Yeah. So, um, personal best. All right. Um, I just, man, I don't think there's any filler on this album. It's just noisy as hell. Uh, This, like, when I think of the Stooges and, like, what a crazy person Iggy Pop is on stage cutting himself and fucking smearing peanut butter on his chest. Yeah. And I think he's like a
0: real vocalist.
1: Yeah, and I think he's had like gonorrhea like 13 times. I,
0: that's probably fucking a low count of, uh, <laughs> of uh, all the maybe. FTDs
1: this motherfucker's. <laughs> that's uh that's a real co- conservative. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> um, being very modest yeah. on his part. Um look at this motherfucker. You tell me he does have gonorrhea as we speak. But yeah, when I think of Iggy Pop and the Stooges, I think this yeah this is man and then um for whatever reason ron slides over on base and they bring in james williamson an angel an angel a certified dude this guy is so interesting madman insane dude he is a mad scientist with the guitar and he's an interesting guy yeah i don't know much about him personally i'll I'll tell
0: you a little bit about him in in a second but first Put on, I want you to put on back-to-back if you can find both mixes. I can. Uh, I, pulled, so th- this is I how,
1: pulled up the Iggy mix. Okay,
0: so this is how much better the Iggy Iggy mix is compared to the Bowie mix. Am I playing the same song? No, no. What song? Uh, penetration. So first of all, let's talk a little bit about Penetration because it's a fucking amazing song for one. Uh, Iggy sounds like a real predator on there. Yes. It's a fantastic song. It's one of my favorite studio songs of all time. He doesn't have enough songs about fucking know. He does not. He does not. Look at the man. This dude fucks. This dude but, fucks. So the the Iggy version is the one that I grew up with. This is the album that I grew up with. This is the, the okay. one studio's album that I grew up with. Put on Iggy's version of Penetration Here first, go, please. please. Great fucking hook, man.
1: It's great. It kind of reminds me of Gimme Danger.
0: But it, dirtier. Dirtier, sleazier. Yeah. He's like. Yeah, he's
1: breathing.
0: <laughs> 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 so Alright, now put on the Bowie mix. First of all, no Weaver. Mm. Now, this is the. Right here. No bells. Oh yeah, that whole little bell thing is gone. It sounds like it's recorded in the closet. Yeah, yeah, it's, you're it's right. It's significantly worse. So like, and even the, the same thing with uh with like "Give Me Danger," which is an, you you brought it up earlier. Fucking one of the greatest songs ever written. Uh, it loses that that crispy, uh, clean acoustic guitar on the Boeing mix, or it doesn't lose it, but just never had it.
1: It's, it's funny because they consider that a ballad.
0: It kind of is yeah. by their standards, by their set. Sure. I, I mean, you got to put on, a don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, I, know. You know I want to give you some room. For... Yeah. G- yeah. Give me some room. Cause like that song, it's one of my favorite Iggy crooning performances. Cause like mm-hmm. he does that thing where he did on penetration where he's being that really creepy breath breathy, almost whisper. And then in search and destroy where he's actually singing, kind of yelling. Then in Game of Danger, he does that that nasally croon, uh, where he's really heavy on the vibrato, really like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just every song, he's a different guy. Yeah. It's, man,
1: it's why he's one of the greatest. Yeah. Ah, uh, your pretty face is
0: going to hell. That is one of the filthiest tracks. It is a fantastic song title. I love Iggy on there. He's fucking batshit. Don't, don't care for the song. Wow. And, and here's the thing about this the reason why I have problems with this album, every other song is a, it gets progressively more and more rock and roll. It just gets, it starts out with Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Yeah. And then it moves on to the title track and then Shake Appeal. Like they just keep getting more and more traditional rock and roll. I like the title
1: track because they figured out a way to make acoustic piano abrasive.
0: Put that on. Give me, give me and that, then a, a sample
1: the fucking guitar I didn't time mark the guitar solo um, and I'm playing the the Iggy Pop uh, version from here on out but man the guitar solo is amazing but abrasive
0: oh yeah you're right
1: (laughs) dance to the beat of a living day
0: that's a great little hook, especially at the end there. If you're alone, you're- so the problems I have with the rock and roll songs, it's not that they're, none of them are bad songs. Although I do argue that Shake Appeal is not great. Uh,
1: I think Death Trip is the weak, weakest track. but I,
0: I don't think it's that bad, but like, again, the same thing with the other ones. It's that the highs on here are so fucking absurdly in the clouds mm-hmm. that like a, a fine, fun rock and roll song doesn't come anywhere near to fucking I need somebody. Sure. Like, that song is sexy as shit, dude. Yeah, I yes. wanna fucking blow Iggy <laughs> after that one. It's insane. Like so for that track, I don't uh it's probably not that much better, but on the Iggy mix of that one, his voice is ear piercingly loud. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know what they, they crank the highs or something, but it's just, it hurts. It's too loud. And uh sounds pretty shitty, but his performance is strong. The song is really great. It's like the other acoustic quote unquote song, but it's just really, I don't know. I, I, I really hesitate to use words like seductive and sexy when I'm talking about Iggy Pop, because it's fucking gross, but that song is fantastic. <laughs> That's what I feel.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, Maybe this one, I'll uh I'll I'll do a deep dive into into the mixes.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Cause yeah, I Bowie I think he did it in one day. He was not given to Bowie's credit. He was not given uh, ample time to How high was he? I don't think he was. Really? Yeah. Like um Iggy said it was done on like an older board like something Elvis would record on. Mm-hmm. He'd say it was a cheap studio.
0: Uh-huh. That's one thing about, uh, I would say both mixes, this entire album does not sound like it was recorded in one studio, one session. Mm-hmm. It sounds fucking mismatched. Every single song sounds like a different, not just a different band, but it sounds like a different entire setup because of how, like some songs sound really cheap and really kind of abrasive. And then you hear shit like Game of Danger where it's fucking crisp and clear and beautiful. It's just like, do they have more money on some songs than others? I don't understand.
1: It's very interesting how like that can happen when it's in... I think it was all recorded in one studio. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's interesting how you can do that with the power
0: of production. You, you can do know. a whole lot. Dude, we sound great on these mics because of production. <laughs> these are not... This is not expensive equipment. Yeah. But, uh, so to talk a little bit about James Williamson that was awesome he's great good yeah. guitar player huge wonderful addition to the band mm-hmm. i think is a pretty objective statement this guy i've seen i've seen interviews with him like, as an adult like later in life, later in life and i think he had like a very very successful career working for sony Interesting, like as like an executive or something like that yeah and which is which is wild to begin with and then I don't remember who the interview was. It might've been one of those uh, noisy interviews, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forget the guy's name. He does one. He does interviews with like really, really good and underrated guitarists. He did one with like Dean Ween, uh, St. Vincent and all that stuff, or Annie Clark, whatever her real name is. And um, he did one with James Williamson. And this dude goes into his technique, quote unquote, and his technique is using fake press on nails what the fuck you know like the kinds yeah. that, that like latinas or just children use? yeah, yeah. so he pulls out a bag of the, like a, like hundreds of these fake press on nails he's like yeah so you just he clip these on like this and he just go to town and he starts fucking going crazy <laughs> like man it's what? just the wildest thing i've ever seen i've never even heard of that what a thing to think of yeah and my question was like you couldn't have been doing this in the 70s. Like, do they have big press on? I mean, may probably disco era. And was he? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, OK. But that's even funnier to me that he may have discovered that as an elderly man. <laughs> like <laughs> that's such a fucking. You're right.
1: It's a great visual. Yeah, that's better that he discovered it late <laughs> in life as an old man and not a crazy punk rock guy.
0: Yeah, but he still sounds great. He has this really uh, distinct. It's like sloppy, but he's not. It's not because he's bad. It just seems like he just can't control his own hands. Mm-hmm. It seems it's just really fast. It's really fucking lick heavy. Uh and it's oh it's dirty. It's one of the dirtiest guitar tones I've ever, you know, you're in this this entire era. Uh wonderful. Wonderful dude. I and love it. So to talk a little bit about Kill City, the album that the Iggy album that he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like recorded around the same time as this or maybe probably after a little bit after. And it but it wasn't released till like seventy seven. And that album, it has that really shitty uh, you know, early 70s production where it's really mono, uh, not, there's no real dynamics. It all sounds like a like a flat wall. But that album, Kill City, I highly recommend it. It's really good. Uh it's doesn't sound anything like the Stooges. Uh there's like it's really heavy on saxophones. Uh it kind of it has a lot of maybe what like uh the title track here and mm-hmm. maybe shake appeal. It has like a lot of that kind of styling is really rock and roll heavy, but I don't know. It holds up and it's really fun, really fun album. Uh, I wish I knew more about the backstory of that one, but I didn't, I didn't know until recently that it was recorded right around this time period.
1: I'm looking at the wiki page. It says 75, 75, 75.
0: That's when it was released or was when it was recorded when it was recorded, recorded. Okay. So it was after it was much after this, but uh and then uh
1: yeah, surprise, surprise, they broke up because of heroin again. Because of heroin. Oh
0: boy. Oh boy.
1: And then yeah, Iggy did things like Kill City
0: and had
1: his solo career, whatever.
0: Long, lengthy, nice solo career. He, he had uh songs on cruise commercials.
1: Yeah, train spotting. Train spotting, yeah, yeah. All sorts of all sorts of things. Um Ashton Brothers is kinda. Kept their heads down. Didn't do anything else. Kind of this. They probably did stuff, but nothing like. I don't want to say of note <clears throat> because it might be cool. I've never
0: right, but it's nothing that's come up repeatedly.
1: Yeah. So um, and then fast forward to two thousand. Oh man, I didn't write it down. The reunion. Um, not even their reunion, Iggy is recording an album called Skull Ring. Oh, and was it 2003? It might be, and yeah, 2003. And for some reason, in that album, he decided to uh do some songs with the Stooges with Mike Watt on bass. Oh. Well,
0: Hell yeah! Which sounds like a
1: dream. It um,
0: sounds like a dream come true, really.
1: And I I listen to the Stooges songs. So we're not gonna do like a proper skull ring thing, but yeah. they're okay. Mm. They're okay. They're nothing to write home about. Yeah. If this you, you it kind of gives you hope.
0: Yeah, gives you hope.
1: Yes. Yeah, so but it's like
0: also a weird thing that they did reunite completely. So it's like it's the original lineup but with Watt on bass instead of uh Dave Alexander.
1: Yes. And um yeah, it's interesting to me that it was for an Iggy solo album and not a Stooges album, but mm-hmm. they were like, hey, uh that's uh well, cause Dave Alexander died in 75.
0: Okay. So um oh I didn't know that. Uh, so
1: yeah, you can't really bring him back unless no. you wanna put Ron on Base and do James Williamson right um but yeah so they like out of that they like reunited, did the whole tour thing and said uh let's record another let's album let's
0: go back into the studio because we're 70 years old and we need to write more which is a thing that should never happen It's not true it's not a thing that should never happen It's a thing that should seldom happen seldom I happen. would say but you never know. You never know. You never well, know. here's the thing. Well, let's... Yeah, let's get into it. We them. still got two albums. So, yes. this is 2007's The Weirdness. And this song is
1: like... This song's on Skull Ring, where you're like, it's okay. Is it? I,
0: I was worried by this song alone. I was like, oh...
1: See, because I warmed up with Skull Ring, so... um. I see
0: long legs knee. Iggy does not sound good. Has awesome. My dick is turning <laughs> into a tree. <laughs> My dick is the, to the his
1: tree. lyrics are awful They're, on not, the good. They're not good. They're, They're shitty. Good.
0: They're good. They're They're shitty. Good. It's so fucking funny though. Rock like I hate this riff so much. You can't tell me this <laughs> is not a See, this isn't like... I hate this course. course. Really? I hate this course. I don't think it's bad. It gets worse. I hate that, though, so much. I do think it gets worse. It does get worse. But, okay, so we're not where we were. This is a different thing.
1: Yeah, obviously, it's a different thing. Also, worse. Worst. This is... uh, Least favorite. This is
0: spectacularly bad. This is this spectacularly is spectacularly bad.
1: I should also say, adding on to the the dream lineup, like ooh, the Stooges, yeah. with
0: Mike White. Mike White is probably my favorite bass player of all time. And I was so excited for this lineup, produced by Steve Albini. You can tell by the drums; it, the drums sound fucking awesome on here.
1: Yeah, this should have man, this should have been a home run. But the next
0: two songs, oh boy, are oh, spectacularly bad. <laughs> oh, dude, this. This almost got me excited by the end of it. I was like, I can't believe how bad this is. I don't even think uh, "In Space" by Big Star was even re- remotely close to how bad this is. Yeah, I don't. So many things don't hold a candle to how bad this is. And I fucking, I think this is one of the greatest bands that, that's ever existed. And to put out something this upsetting
1: is uh, crazy. Um, talking about awful lyrics. Uh, she took my money. He says, "Well, I never fell for the power." of titties or the <laughs> pussy with disease which is a lie it's a complete lie it's a lie listen then we've all well, no iggy specifically j- j- well obviously yes he's disease ridden and then on the next i'm jumping the gun a little bit he has a song called double, double d's, d's yeah where it's talking about how much he loves titties
0: and how much you can't resist <laughs>
1: so it's just all right
0: listen i'm not I don't think these are well-written products of the soul and his beliefs. These are just, these are just these garage rock kids. Lyrics, kids are, yeah. yeah. I, I put no merit on the words on this album, nor the riffs because they're all bad. They're all riff. Like the studios have always been simple. Yes. They've always been simple, but this is, this is sad. This is really upsetting. This is, I've heard riffs written by 13 year olds that can beat this, not beat, but you know what I mean? Just that are more interesting than this. Like, I, I don't hate the title track that much and I think the bass is cool on My Ideal of Fun and also Mexican Guy, aside from the hilarious lyrics, hilarious lyrics I don't think the song, the music isn't awful by this album standards. I'll go all these. are yeah. not awful by this album standards. Still awful by Stooges standards and Garage Rock standards. Mexican Guy is the most
1: fun song on here because it's so unhinged. <laughs> um, <laughs> about
0: him losing his girl to a Mexican guy. Yeah, like it's,
1: yeah, it's purely like he just picked words because they sound good. Yeah. And um I think the end of this album fares better yeah. than the first half. Like a little bit, yeah. Like Passing Cloud and I'm Fired are better songs. I think if they had what it's not even possible. I think if they did like the skull ring songs and said Let's save these for a Stooges album uh-huh. instead of you're out. And they did the Skull Ring songs with the end of this album. I think it'd be an okay album instead of an awful album.
0: Right. The thing about, uh, about Pla- Ugh, Passing Cloud, I like that. I think that main riff is solid. and I think the, the saxophones are really good. But boy, do I fucking loathe the rest. Like I hate it, and it's like (laughs) it comes on like okay, all right. It's it's already too far into the album for it to save anything, but at least this is fine. And then the song eventually turns to shit. I'm like, God damn it, man, God damn. And then one really, there's there's so few good things to say about this, and I really wish I could.
1: I will say one of the the better songs, but I feel like it's a lazy song. Is they cover the Beatles "I Want to Be Your Man."
0: Oh, man.
1: I think it's an okay cover, but it also, this feels like, oh, we have a song called I Want to Be Your Dog, so we should do I Want to Be Your Man, and
0: that's all it feels like. That's what it feels like, except the songs don't have anything in common otherwise. Mm -hmm. I mean, I Want to Be Your Man is like this cute, romantic poppy song, and then I Want to Be Your Dog is a grimy garage rock song. Also, like, it feels... Complete. It almost feels like a like a shitty bonus track. Like, why? Like, okay, you you're ended it, it with a bad imo- cover. Now. Yeah,
1: it does almost feel like a bonus track. But um for what it is, I just I don't think it's that awful.
0: Oh, you mean but, the, the, the 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 cover? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like maybe if that was released as a single or something mm-hmm. instead of just thrown on the end here.
0: I I. It's so much more of a bummer because I like the performances. So well, not not Iggy, Iggy sounds. I think the I don't know if I've ever heard Iggy sound this bad ever. Mm-hmm. He's he's not doing any of the things he he does the low croon on certain like like two tracks but he's so old and quivering. I like I I really like those. It makes me
1: laugh old, and it's better. Man, I really like those old man Iggy pop
0: Objectively it is a lot better than what he's doing on every other song where he's mm-hmm. like He's almost trying to do stuff that he did on Search and Destroy and fucking you know your your pretty face is going to hell, but he's just old and his voice is shot to shit. So he's missing notes. He's like, he's just flailing, man. Mm -hmm. It sounds like he's drowning. So, uh, but but I mean, aside from him, everyone else sounds very Stooges. It's like the guitars are scrapey and and messy, but they're fucking they're on it. They're on Mm -hmm. it. Everything like like it's produced like. A, like a really good garage rock album. I mean, Albini's It's just awesome. the songs are awful. Yeah, it's just the songs are bad. And it's just, that's fucking sad. But are you surprised? They're a fucking million years
1: old. I disagree. I was going to say something, but I'm going to save it for, I'm going to say, I'm going to try to kind of tie it together on the next, on the next album. Cause. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah.
0: I remember when this came out and I was like, I I'd heard awful things and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not going to do it to myself. I know.
1: I, yeah, I was scared to listen to it. this was my first time listening to yeah, it. Same. I have put it off when it, oh, damn near like 12, 12 years yeah. I have, cause I've been so scared and yeah. I was right. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Unfortunately, and inf- unfortunately everything that I, all the really horrendous things that I heard weren't, even, weren't exaggerating in the yeah. slightest. It is that bad. It is that bad. God damn! It's a fucking bummer. It's, it's clearly the clearly the worst, but uh,
1: and then Ron goes on to die of a heart attack. That's right. Yeah. What
0: t- year was that? 2009. Two thousand nine. years later. Two years later. Jesus two years later
1: so that's kind of cool. He got to um, yeah, you know, kind of
0: one last hurrah. Yes, yeah.
1: that's that's the term I was looking for.
0: Also, it's a little old to be touring. I mean, not everyone is Iggy Pop. No, he's an no. exception.
1: And then, for some reason, I didn't even know this album. This next one, we're gonna. T- I didn't even know it existed. Really, I had no fucking
0: clue. I, I think I had heard it existed maybe once or twice in the past five years, but didn't really like. Didn't it, it didn't sink in because eventually everyone died, so that that kind of overshadowed I, this think, album. Yeah, completely.
1: I. That's a good point, but so yeah, with Ron, you know. Laid to rest, there's only one person, only one man left for the job.
0: The one and only
1: James Williamson. And then, so you get the they do the Iggy and the Stooges label sure. again.
0: Back to Iggy and the Stooges. This time, not even necessary to do that. It's just, yeah, might as well. James, I mean, that's just what whenever James is there, Iggy turns into a solo guy again. Whether it's Kill City or Iggy and the Stooges,
1: yeah. Well, they try to say, yeah, they try to say like if it's not Ron playing lead guitar, it's Iggy and the Stooges, which is
0: a very, it's very uh, arbitrary kind of. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It's just the fucking
1: yeah, whatever.
0: It's the, still the Stooges, but whatever. We're back with James, and this is the last album. And uh, here we go. This is uh, 2013's Ready to Die.
1: I think this is infinitely better than anything and everything on The Weirdness. I agree.
0: This. I don't think this is a great song, but it is better than pretty much every song on the last album. I like this
1: album a million more times than I thought a I would. A million? A million oh. more times.
0: So Iggy sounds a little bit more like Iggy. Like he's, he's doing uh, double tracking vocals to hate. Uh, but it is objectively the way to go when you're as old as him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing the low croon for most of this album. I
1: think I think this album is the album people wanted. Really? From the last one? Given... I don't know if... We'll see how it's viewed maybe like 10 years from now. Okay. Um... I don't think anyone would call it a classic. I hope not. Obviously, we feel very different ways, but to me, this album was very satisfying. Really, I kind of gave my hand away before we started recording by telling you that I was looking at
0: purchasing
1: this oh, album. Did
0: you think you didn't even think? I didn't even put that together because uh, because I thought it was just more of the novelty of it being just. A- the, the Stooges, yeah, less so than you actually. You so you like this album? I like this album. Holy shit! I really fucking hated it. Like, I really.
1: Hated I that. think "Burn" and "Sex and Money" are fucking
0: fun, dude. You're right. You're right. "Sex and Money" is those backup female vocals are hilarious. They're yeah. so fucking, and the saxes are pretty good. They're not bad. I
1: love the commentary on "Job" and "Gun," specifically "Job." I want to throw up. "Job," like i love it like i because it it comes from um you were talking about earlier that this is the only thing iggy pop can do yeah and i think he said he saw like mitt romney say like you know everyone's gonna have a job when i'm president and he's like i have a job and i'm broke yeah like fuck your job like yeah. unless it's substantial it doesn't mean anything so yeah. it's, it's very much a reaction to Iggy like yeah. this is his life. This is what he does. This yeah. is all
0: you can do and so Job I want you to put on Job because the vocals here sound like he's joking. They sound like a joke. It's, it
1: kind of is a joke though like. They, they are so hilarious
0: It also sounds like a bad TVI knockoff <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I think it like totally works as like this, this oh my God. this satire. <laughs> <It's so bad. laughs> like I'm a diseased, riddled old man, old man he who is. only knows rock and roll. Like
0: I get that. It's just so fucking funny. I think Gun is one of the most hard to sit through songs I've heard. really. <laughs> it's so fucking bad, man.
1: And then we we talk. Okay, so. This is why I, like, I'm for old man yeah. Iggy Pop is because of this album, and then post-pop depression, what she did with Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age. When, when, when did that come out? Uh, <sighs> Let me look it up. But if you guys haven't heard post-pop depression, it's one of his, like, even though I haven't really listened to his solo albums, it's amazing. Really? Especially for, like, old man old man stuff. I want to hear that. Um, they came out 2016. Okay. That's Uh,
0: interesting. I never heard. I hadn't never heard of that. I'm a, I'm a begrudging Josh homie fan. Like
1: I like, I like, I've I've,
0: noticed. Yeah. I I love what he does, but I don't want to like him. I Mm. wish I didn't like him. I think he gets too much praise, but I can't deny some fucking out dude. So I think it's deserved, but but I know, I know. So yeah, just off
1: post pop depression and this album, uh and even though you don't like it but i think these
0: two albums show old old man iggy can do can do it so i have two stories well one story and then a, a comment so one story about josh Hami. uh I, I dated this girl and she was like in you know music business kind of stuff and she hates queens of the stone Age. she has like good taste in music but she hates it uh, i'm like how do you how do you fucking like all this good shit but you can't appreciate that they were like objectively a good rock band she hates them so interesting so she hated him hate that much and then when like clockwork came out uh which is my favorite queen's album it's great it's a great album uh when that came out uh one of the, the people at the label they had uh they had to show her company uh like a like a pre pre-screening like they her sure. company had yeah. she had to sit down with her entire company to listen to it before it came out mm-hmm. so the guy it was so apparently under wraps. I don't know if I shouldn't be talking about this, but whatever. We don't talk anymore. Uh, <laughs> that uh, they, the guy couldn't trust the mail. So he had to fly over with a copy of the album to sit down in the room with them to listen to the album. Holy shit. And it was like this big deal. And she hated the band that much. She's like, I don't fucking care. So she's in this boardroom, listening to Clockwork beginning to end with this with all these execs. And even she was like, that one wasn't that bad. Like, <laughs> You're fucking goddamn right. You fuck- <laughs> it's a great album. <laughs> but that was my stupid little Josh Hart uh, story. But the reason, uh, uh, the second thing is uh, Iggy's old man voice. Uh, Unfriendly World is like, it's this novel acoustic ballad. I think it's super goofy, but I really appreciate it. I need you to put it on because Iggy sounds like he's 10,000 years old. <laughs> It is, is. it is the most wonderful hopelessly old sounding thing I've ever heard
1: yeah those I love those vocals I love them.
0: Here's my question. Could a voice get any closer to my ears? No.
1: (laughs) It's right right there. They're right in there. It's right there, and that's why I love it. It's
0: tearing up my mind. Plastic snowflakes Holy shit, man. That is
1: so old. I don't know. It works for me. And then the other ballad, which is for Ron, is The Departed. Oh, yeah. Which I like. I like The Departed a lot.
0: You know what? Uh, I thought kind of like the one we just put on i thought it was his biggest voice was like super distracting because of how old he sounds and how close he is or how close it's mixed uh but it's like such a cowboy song with lap steel and it's it's super odd for a stooges song it doesn't make any sense but it's fucking nice it works it's nice it
1: really works yeah um and then an interesting song, I think, is "Beat That Guy."
0: I, I, I was going there next as well. The uplifting
1: female vocals come with, out of fucking nowhere with the big drum sound. Yeah. Like
0: it's like all these angelic vocals come out of, like it again. It's super Western, mm-hmm. uh, Ennio Morricone kind of yeah. style. Where it's like that's like a, that's not a Stooges thing. That's odd, but it's yeah, fun. it's got like a Western vibe to it. Yeah.
1: Um. And then we talked about how
0: ridiculous Double D's dude.
1: It's fun though. It,
0: like Ugh. you know that that song. It sounds like it should be on Kill City. Okay. It, those are the kind of saxes that are all over Kill City. Okay. Which is another funny thing. because you know, And then they bought well- back uh,
1: Steve, Steve McKay.
0: Oh, same dude. It, sounds yeah. like it. Sounds just like it. I'm assuming he's the one who played on Kill City. Pro- I'm going to Google it probably. just to double check. But uh, it certainly sounds just like him.
1: But uh, yeah, this album I thought is a nice little surprise. I don't think... You know we'll see how people feel about it a few years from now but um i uh, think
0: quick side note it actually wasn't him on kill city it's a guy named john john harden which is completely unexpected but go on
1: um yeah i think if they had done this album instead of the weirdness it would have
0: i think it would have still been received harshly but not even as harshly because it's 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 First of all, it's not them trying to be the the Stooges, quote unquote. No,
1: this is like, this is like it, what you think. It's this these old man, old men, like, and it, I think that's totally fine. It's and way better. It's yeah. way
0: better to just. What are you? You're a bunch of old men who want to play some music. Do that. Yes. You don't need to be these young wild fucking animals the way you were. It's clearly not how it is. Uh, I actually I do like the title track. Don't that one's too bad at all. Uh but again it's just fucking i i i like its diversity i appreciate how Mm -hmm. i i the acoustic ballads i don't love them but they come in and they they mix it up they they keep it from just being derivative garage rock but still i fucking would not choose to put this on again i i i can't
1: oh man yeah i'm Surprisingly, I'm
0: gonna listen to this. I can't believe it. For some reason, never know what to expect in this fucking show. Goddamn, I
1: wasn't expecting this either. And like I said, I didn't even know this album existed until
0: (laughs) right now.
1: So, um,
0: I still think like, why couldn't it I mean? I guess it's like the bit of the little bits of purist in me were like, they had a perfect discography. It was short, but it was perfect. And then they come in with these fucking. Stains, goddamn. Yeah, it's just like this one. While it is better than the weirdness, it still probably should have been an Iggy solo album. Like,
1: yeah, I think it may have like been received better as
0: an Iggy yeah, solo album than, too. Yeah, than a band with like such a legacy as the Stooges. Like. Mm-hmm. But and again, who gives a shit? In you know, ultimately.
1: And then, very similar to his brother, Scott died a year after this. Year after, of a heart attack, dude, man. And then, like, props to Iggy and James because they're like those two guys were the Stooges. It doesn't make
0: sense to, so they just call it quits.
1: Yeah, I mean
0: that's that's how it is. They're
1: like the Stooges are are dead. Yeah, like
0: yeah, Iggy Pop is Iggy Pop. He's not yeah. the Stooges, which is a wonderful thing to to really uh, embrace. Uh, well, period, embrace period. But especially with, that he's so old now and he's like, yeah, what. You got nothing to prove you got nothing to prove yeah there's very few bands that really do that where they they just say oh we lost a member we're done now well and the one that comes to mind immediately is sun city girls i don't i don't think they reunited i hope not or else i just shadow my own point i'm gonna google it as we speak have you ever heard them i have not they're they have a massive discography it's a super experimental band really really like a lot of it is really good stuff too um no yeah they stayed broken up uh really good stuff really interesting wild not for everybody not for everybody but the the drummer died and then i said okay we're done there's no there's no more sun city girls yeah one person's gone that's it that's great and it's actually i highly recommend i'm gonna look up the name of it because i'm forgetting funeral mariachi is their their last uh studio album gorgeous album amazing album haunting and you hear on the album how minimal the drums are because the dude was already getting sick and is already like dying. Oh, interesting. So it's like when you put that into context, it makes a really good album even more kind of devastating and beautiful. Yeah. Uh City Girls, great band. Everyone listen to them. But uh Stooges, yeah, they called the quits. Everyone died. Uh, but Much like David Lee
1: Roth, Outliving Eddie Van Halen. Oh, I know. Iggy Pop, the one who
0: should have should have died. A billion times over. Out, how in the world, man? Outlived them all. It's like your only your only option is to go uh, to to turn your gauge to, to twenty to to outrun death. Yeah, yeah. Because like, if you're just if you're fucking up your life or you're going a little bit too like you're not you're not going full in with your drug use and your insanity, then you, death will catch you. I don't get it, man. David Lee Roth, how the fuck did you outlive Eddie? God Dude. damn.
1: Or Ozzy, a living Dio. It's.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, it's almost, it's just kind of unfair if you're looking at it from a, you know, just right. by the numbers yeah. standpoint of like, how you
1: live your life. Like, I live my life the right way. That goes,
0: goes to show you, there is no right way to live anything. Yeah. Just just do what you can while you got it, uh, which is really kind of sad to think about, but fucking A, man. Still, Stooges, uh, undeniable band.
1: First three albums, classics, and. Yeah. Anyone who enjoys heavy music, I think you have to, you can't yeah. deny these out.
0: So. You're just a liar or you're wrong. There's just, was <laughs> just the two options, but recap, quick recap,
1: personal, uh, best raw power, worst, least favorite, the weirdness
0: and best album, personal favorite fun house and same weirdness is definitely the worst my god it's so weird how a band not a band but like how an album just miss everything that hard with such a we're still dwelling on i know it's just such, such a, a. it was such a blow. the stars aligned you got mike watt
1: you got steve lb yeah. and the you know the ashton brothers are back
0: yeah it's just, but whatever we still have the greats Anyway, whatever. Thank you so much for listening and watching. This is a fucking fun one. This is this was now. Uh, what are we clock in at, Mike? We're cl- oh, we won't, we're clocking in? It? Uh, we are clocking in at one twenty, right between your call and my call. So price is right, rules. Price is right. You win. No, price is right. You win. Yes. I, it. No, no, wait. You win. No, I win. Because you yeah, went yeah, over. Yeah, you I win, went I over. I went right. over. So I guess uh, sure. <laughs> then damn it. <laughs> uh, but what the hell was i saying uh yeah 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 this is a, a band that i i've been wanting to cover for a long time but it just you never know when the right time is for a, a big band but fucking it doesn't matter numbers mean nothing we're just gonna cover it when we cover it
1: somehow that's not true you love numbers i do love numbers i'm fucking erotic as shit dude Bit it specifically did it because it was episode 70 and there was 70s band. 60 or, or sorry it's 60 man i have no sense of time in a pandemic and doing a podcast every week (laughs) i i have no sense of time
0: for some reason i thought 60 like they seem like a bunch of 60 year olds why the fuck (laughs) that's how ridiculous my brain is but i'm glad to have covered them if you would like to support us which i really hope at this point you do because we are good people uh subscribe on youtube.com slash every album ever you know spotify apple Podcasts, all that good stuff follow me on instagram at Pulp and alex at motherpuncture. you know we post uh what band we're currently covering so if you want to you know stay up to date and send dms or messages or emails based on that artist you know your picks for best and worst whatever or not uh, you could do all that email any thoughts or suggestions for artists at every album ever uh at gmail.com and there will be a spotify playlist yeah, There should be a link in the description of wherever you're listening or watching, along with every other episode, uh, at everyalbumever.com. Yada, yada, yada. Share clips, tell friends. That would be very nice to grow and all that stuff. Subscribe, review. Did yeah. you
1: say that already? Yeah, I'm I, saying it again. Well, the review is like <laughs>
0: fucking, you know, five-star rating on iTunes or whatever. It. I don't care. I mean, I do care. I do care. I care more about people engaging and listening and, you know, uh, you know. I care more about the quality more than the quantity. That's a thing that I tend to do with all of the stuff that I make, but
1: I'm going to fight these algorithms. I'm going to figure out a way to put them in a robotic human body. I'm going to fight these. Oh,
0: algorithms. you're going to beat them up. I'm going to beat them up. Yeah. I just do a couple of DDTs, <laughs> uh, sweet chin musics. Hell yeah. But, uh, it's because Alex so graciously handed me last song. I, I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't, is this going to be a hard one? It's not going to be a hard one. Because in my heart of hearts, I know it's got to be Gimme Danger. Uh,
1: yeah. Hold on. Sorry. This fucking...
0: Take your time. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening and watching, everybody. See ya! Gimme
1: a Danger, a little stranger And I you the UAP. Give me a danger, little stranger And I'll feel your disease There's nothing in my dreams Just some ugly memories Kiss me like the ocean breeze Now if you will be my lover I would shiver and sing, if you can be my master, I will do anything. There's nothing left alive but a pair of glassy eyes. Raise my feelings one more time.
0: you're going to feel my head I swear you're going to feel my head The
1: Oh Jesus 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 Jesus